welcome to another edition of San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production. Without further ado, enjoy the program. In this latest podcast with the Lore Foundation, we get together with Irene Ariano, Records and Evidence Manager for the Monta Vista Police Department. Listen as Monta Vista Community Officer Yvette Atencio and Irene discuss the four special events put on by the police department last year to help connect with the community, along with future plans, other project ideas, and a lot more. Enjoy! I'm Adam, and we're back talking with Yvette Atencio, Community Officer for the Lore Foundation. As we've touched on in previous podcasts, the Lore Foundation is looking for solutions to problems in the town of Monta Vista. The question being asked, what's your kind of Monta Vista? Joining Yvette to talk more about specific solutions for the City of Monta Vista Police Department is Irene Ariano, the Records Evidence Manager. Irene, where are you originally from, and how did you end up here in the San Luis Valley? So I'm originally from the San Luis Valley and lived here my entire life. Ah, a native. Yes. I'm married and have one son, and we have one adorable pet who is named Luna. Well, tell me a little bit about yourself, past history. Prior to doing what you do now, what have you done? I've been employed with the Monta Vista Police Department for the past 38 years, so I've pretty much just done that. (laughs) Wow, that's dedication. 38 years. Yes. That's amazing. Do you have any particular hobbies or special interests outside of your work? So I enjoy the people of the valley, the outdoors of the San Luis Valley, and obviously the beautiful scenery that we have here. Let's talk a little bit about the Monta Vista Police Department. How did you end up working for them in the first place? So I started working for the Monta Vista Police Department in 1985. Mm-hmm. I started out as their communications supervisor of the dispatch center. I held that position from 1985 to 2011. Currently, I am the records and evidence manager, so I've been there for the past 38 years. What does a records and evidence manager do? So a records and evidence manager, I process all records that all the police officers do, and I forward them to the appropriate locations, whether it be to the district attorney's office, to the courts, to just citizens wanting copies of their reports, insurance companies. You network with everybody, don't you? Yeah, there's so many different things that you have to do with records. There's certain guidelines that we have to follow with the state that we have to do stats on them. So we have to do entries of that. And in evidence, obviously, um, I'm the keeper of all evidence for the Monta Vista Police Department. So every item that we take in has to be tagged and packaged. And after it's been tagged and packaged by the officer, then it's put into a locker. And from that point, I'm the keeper of that. And I log down where it goes, who takes it, when it comes back. So if it's ever needed for court purposes, we have that integrity of that item. Do you know what the Monta Vista Police Department mission statement is? I do. Our mission statement is that we will provide professional and ethical service and protection of our citizens while preventing crime and reducing the fear of crime through problem-solving partnerships. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to me? It means our mission is to be the model of excellence in policing by working in partnership with our community and community leaders to be able to fight crime and to have our citizens able to live in this community without the fear of crime, to enforce the laws while safeguarding the constitutional rights of all people and provide quality service to all of our residents and visitors of this community. 
And of course, your mission and vision statement are on the city website for the police department. All that information, of course, will be on this podcast webpage. You can drop by if you happen to be traveling and listening, check out the information and get a hold of them and read more about it. Irene, you are, of course, familiar with the Lore Foundation and what they've been doing in Monta Vista. Tell me about how the Monta Vista Police Department came about working with Lore in the first place. So I became aware of the Lore Foundation in 2023. I came across an article of what they were doing and that the city of Monta Vista was a recipient of this amazing foundation. Mm-hmm. As I read about their mission and what they do, I decided to put in for a grant to host events in our city to bring the community and members of the Monta Vista Police Department together to build camaraderie, trust, and let the community see and interact with the police department in a positive circumstance. As most people know, police department's first interaction with someone is in an involuntary time and sometimes can be a highly publicized tragic event, which sometimes shapes their perception of police. So interactions with police, whether positive or negative, can bear on people's perceptions of how they experience justice, safety, and everyday life. Mm -hmm. Of course, Monta Vista is no exception, and in 2023, we experienced a very tragic event in our community. And it was my hope to bring us all together and work on making our community stronger through community policing. We also hope that this improves the community interaction, enhances our communication, and promotes a shared responsibility for addressing crime and disorder. I have noticed something positive that our police department does, and that's at different events that happen around the city here. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you see the officers walking around, and they're not just patrolling. They're actually engaging people, striking up conversation, and I think it's a really good thing that they do, again, as you said, to help foster that positive image. So what you did with all of this is you came up with, what, four special events that occurred throughout the latter part of last year to help build this. First one, of course, was the 2023 National Night Out. Tell me about that. So our National Night Out is a yearly event that we have. It's a community cookout with lots of other organizations that come and help out to make it one big, great event. We do all this to enhance the relationships between neighbors and law enforcement while bringing back a true sense of community in a positive way. And there were a lot of people there. There were this year. This is probably one of the biggest events that we've had with the National Night Out. I was thinking at and researching this ahead of time. I noticed in the papers of some 500 plus people, and that was really a huge turnout for you all. It was. And of course, free hamburgers and lots of freebies for the different organizations for kids and stuff. Are you going to do it again this year? Yes, we will do it again this year. We're hoping that it'll be even bigger than it was last year. I certainly encourage people to come out. I've attended several years and yeah, it's a great event to go to. So the next thing you did was a Halloween trunk or treat. This is another community event. It's also one of our yearly events that we do. We have officers go by and hand out candy to all the trick-or-treaters. And we do this along with all the other organizations that are there to promote safety for the children. So they have one location to go and trick-or-treat. It's a great community event that we have for the children. And to wrap up the year, in December, you had both an ice cream social and shop with a cop. We did. We had an ice cream social. It's the first one that I can remember that we've done in a long time. Mm -hmm. We wanted to have it during a time where there was a lot of people so we could have that interaction with our citizens and the police officers. 
So we held that on December 1st, which took place at the Holiday Bazaar that they had at Sky High. Again, another great big event that happens here in town every year. Tell me about working with the Lore Foundation. What was it like? It was awesome. Like I said, I had never heard about the Lore Foundation, and I really hadn't heard about Yvette. So I wrote my grant and my proposal and um, submitted it to her, and it was so much easier and went so much smoother than I could have ever thought. I'm not a grant writer or anything like that, so I was a little nervous when I first, you know, told the chief that I was going to do that and just thrilled with the outcome. I've heard from a lot of people the same thing. It's a real easy process. Yes. Yvette, let's talk to you about this. Now, how did this project come about for you? And what did you think when she brought all this up? So I've seen Irene in community, you know, over the years. My husband knows her husband, but I've never really had like that connection with Irene. So I didn't really know a whole lot about her other than, you know, who she's married to because of through my husband. But when I got her email, it was like, oh, cool. Like, finally, I have somebody from the PD reaching out, you know. And I was just excited because like she said, you know, there's tragic events that happen in community. And I think there's just that perception a lot of time of negativity. Everybody's human. And so I just think like her idea of like, how can we strengthen community? How can we build community relationships between law enforcement and our Mata Vista community? So um, I thought that was great and in full support of it. So I thought, why not? Let's do this. And I wrote it up. And thankfully, we were able to help them with that. Neither of you two can answer this. Why is it so important to help try and build this trust with our local police department? For me, I think it's important, one, for everybody's safety, right? Law enforcement is here to protect and serve, you know, our community. And really, we should all be working together, not making it harder for each other. Unfortunately, you know, many of us will have to call law enforcement at one time or another. And you want to be able to have that good relationship with the people who are there to potentially save your life. And I just think it's important to teach our younger kids that, you know, it's not all bad and negativity. Like we need to start instilling in them like this is what law enforcement does. This is what they're here for. And just create that positive environment within community. There's always going to be differences of opinion and, you know, everybody has a right to feel how they feel. But I think as a community, for me specifically here in Mata Vista, I think it's important to just have that strong relationship built on trust and knowing that we can go to law enforcement when we need to. Irene, what about you? I think what Yvette said is uh, 100% correct. For me, my hope in hosting all these events is that we have built stronger relationships, old and new, with our community, and that our trust and transparency with our youth and the community has improved. And hopefully that together, we can reduce crime, solving ongoing problems, and improve the quality of life for all of our citizens here in Monta Vista. What do you think the results of all these community trust building events has been? So I do believe that we have the officers and community members feeling a little more comfortable approaching one another on not just on a circumstance where they're called out to either their house or to a certain location. I think we have officers approaching the citizens of Monta Vista and vice versa, where citizens are just coming to talk to officers, you know, in a more happy conversation and not needing anything from them, just a conversation to talk to one another. 
How I see things is we all breathe the same air and we all bleed red. So it's why not take care of one another? And also to add to the events, when we the PD had the national night out, you know, me and my husband went to go see what it's all about. And like, you know, it was really fun. And I saw people there that really just filled my heart with joy. People that I felt in community that I thought were like good people to have attend that event. Maybe people that you wouldn't think would really want to. But just seeing them there, I was like, okay, wow, if we can bring in this certain person, then that makes a statement of like how that narrative is changing. And I think a lot of that has to do also with our officers approach, because the officers I've met with, or I've seen like, you know, they're friendly, they smile. If you say hello, they say hello. And you don't see that a lot. Like if you go out of the valley or the city or wherever, like you're not going to get that. It's a total different approach that I've seen for myself. Yvette, are there any other projects that the Lore Foundation here is considering that maybe you could talk about? We've done a lot of projects for the schools. We do work with Sargent School and the Mata Vista schools as well. There's so many different funding requests going on that sometimes my head feels like it's just on a swivel turning. There is a lot of really cool stuff going on, trying to work with some of our veterans, seeing how we can get them involved and have access to like the outdoor recreation. There's nothing short of amazing what you all have done already. Let's look at the list. Lending libraries, the new autism center, the downtown lighting, supporting several large events that have happened here. The school teachers, revitalization space, those beautiful downtown murals, summer workshops, an open gym, new soccer nets. I mean, the list just goes on and on. What y'all have done here has just been phenomenal. With the outdoor therapy space, you know, we recently approved another grant for the specialty clinic to remodel and do a life skills center. Mm -hmm. So children with neurodiversity can go and learn how to wash dishes, do laundry. Dr. Pence is the expert on that, so she can share all of that information. But that's really exciting to be able to have that for our kiddos who could really use that space. Just working again with schools, regular people, I'm really just looking to connect with a lot of our regular citizens. Like I've said before, you don't have to have a professional title. You don't have to be from an organization. I want to talk to you and listen to you. And that includes our youth as well. Sometimes they have some really cool ideas and we just need an adult to partner them up with. And hey, they could be the champion of this project. Like it's their idea. Have an adult help them and we're off. Yeah, I'm really excited for this year. I think a lot of great things are going to happen. And you mentioned, of course, the Children's Specialty Clinic. It was on one of the previous podcasts that we did. All of those as well are listed on this podcast webpage. If you want to go back and listen to one of the other interviews that we've done, you can do that as well. Or, of course, all the contact information to reach out to Irene in the police department, to reach out to you, Yvette, and the Lore Foundation here in Monta Vista. All of that will be there and easy to find. Anything else that either of you would like to mention? So part of the RERC committee that I've been working with, and I know, Adam, you're also a part of, I am working with a group on one certain goal of like enhancing amenities and revitalizing our community, right? And so right now we're in talks of trying to get a mural somewhere in Mata Vista that highlights the cultural diversity of our community. So we're going to be pushing out, I don't know if it'll be a survey or just asking for community feedback of what would you like to see in that mural? Or what would represent your cultural diversity of Mata Vista, the Valley? What are your ideas? And so I know a lot of people, and if you're listening to this podcast, I ask that you please participate. 
you're a part of this community and we want to hear from you. What do you want to see in that mural? Send us the info because we really do want to include our community. And so what a great opportunity for everybody to have a say. It is. We all get input on that. I like that. Certainly have to include something about agriculture, but there's so much more. You're right. You know, a lot of our murals now are ag related and that's great. My personal thing is we are a big ag community, but there's so much more and so much culture here. Well, what would you want to see? So I know rodeo is also huge here, right? But like in the Mexican culture also, the caballeros are also cowboys with the sombreros and the cowboy boots. And so for me, I would like to see something that represents that part of it. That kind of looks a little bit more like me. And have ladies in the folklorico dresses dancing and children. I see bright colors like bright flowers and all that cool stuff. What about you, Irene? Throwing this new idea that you didn't prepare Um, for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm listening to Yvette's ideas and I'm just like, wow, there's so much that she's thinking and working on. And I'm with Yvette. If you want to participate in this and have some ideas of what we should do, the diversity of the different types of people that we have living in the valley is big, like Yvette said. And if you can put a mural like that together, I would love to see what the turnout is going to be on it. Well, we've had some fantastic ones go up already, and I love that this project is just continuing. Irene, anything else you'd like to mention? You know, like Yvette said, I believe the Lore Foundation is going to be here for another three years, and I think anybody who's listening to this, if they have an idea that Monta Vista could benefit from our community, come and talk to Yvette or somebody and bring that idea. There's no reason why Monta Vista shouldn't have what a lot of other communities do have. If you have an idea, let's talk about it. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. We'll figure it out. If I can direct you to someone who can help, great. Just share it with me and we can go from there. Sometimes the more people you have that can get together and talk about the different things, the project you're going to do is just going to be so much more better if you have more people. Well, let's face it, there's a lot happening in this town. As you mentioned, the whole RERC thing. We've broken into five different groups that are all focusing on different areas that are community-driven. Again, I've just covered the amazing things that the Lore Foundation has done here, too. A lot of good stuff happening in Monta Vista. Watch out, folks. Yes, <laughs> that's watch what I out. <laughs> We're coming alive. We're coming for you. That's it. Livability, opportunity, responsibility. That's the focus of the Lore Foundation. They're working in rural places in the Mountain West. Again, all of their contact information is on this podcast webpage, making it easy for you to get in touch with them. Yvette wants to hear from you. She'd love to hear your ideas. And of course, we look forward to learning more about the Lore Foundation and the great work they're doing right here in Monta Vista in future podcasts. Irene, Yvette, thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Lore works with people in rural spaces to improve quality of life. They believe that many small actions can create lasting change, and they support solutions to problems the community has identified as priorities. Sometimes that help is funding, and sometimes it's simply connecting people and organizations with resources and to each other. For more information on the Lore Foundation in Monta Vista and how you can become involved, you can call 719-850-2312. That's 719-850-2312. You can also email Yvette at lorefoundation.org. That's I-V-E-T-T-E at lorefoundation.org. Or just drop by her office during the week located at 101 Chico Court, Suite A. 
Come back each month as we bring you another informative interview with Yvette and the people she's working with right here in the heart of the San Luis Valley, Monta Vista, Colorado. We appreciate you telling your friends to listen to the podcast on slvoices.com and check out our extensive calendar of events, the most listings in the Valley. You can help spread the word, too, by joining our Facebook group, SL Voices, your voice in the San Luis Valley, and liking our post on other social media outlets. Also, check out our Instagram page for occasional behind-the-scenes looks at what we do. And please, patronize our local sponsors. Remember to support the businesses here in the Valley. Most are owned and operated by your family, friends, and neighbors. We all love this area, want to see it flourish, and you can help by buying and supporting locally in your own and surrounding communities. Check back for another local podcast soon. Until then, this has been San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production.